0: That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. A little patch, we picked our berries, we went up to pay for them. Meanwhile, the other kids have gone off. We can't really see them anymore. They walked down this little path to, to gather their berries. And we're standing there paying for our berries, talking to the woman who owns the farm. It was a pleasant conversation Until I see this, you're listening to the Smarter Healthy Living Podcast, where we firmly believe that getting healthy should never feel like torture. We're your hosts, Jared and Anita Roussel. We're college sweethearts and health professionals who help you redefine what getting healthy looks like using a whole food plant-based lifestyle. It's time to hear from the experts and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others get beyond the overwhelm to create a vibrant life they love. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're in the right place. So pull up a virtual chair, grab your matcha latte, and let's get started. Today, I'm going to share with you something that you really need to get out and do with your kids. You want to draw them in to eating more whole plant foods. And what better way than to take them out and to pick berries with them. It's one of the most fun things you can do. Now here, Uh, between April and May, it's blueberry season. But it's going to be a different time of the year when you're listening to this podcast, most likely and in your area, even April to May, it may not be blueberry picking season time, it may be some other berry or citrus, or fruit in general, apples, something like that. Look up you pick on Google and get your kids involved. When they pick it, Let them eat them as snacks when you get them home or as you, um, you know, you can freeze them. Pick a lot extra and freeze them and have them help you find recipes that use the berries and get them in the kitchen to help you make them. All the more ways that you can get your children involved, the better. Now, I'm going to tell you how to not go blueberry picking. This is what you don't want to do. You don't want to go on school field trip day. How do I know that? <laughs> because when our children were little, mommy, that would be me, took them on a uh, blueberry picking trip. It was just me and the children. We were minding our own business. And I
1: wasn't there, but my understanding is <laughs> it was a beautiful day. wasn't too hot. wasn't too cold.
0: It was beautiful. The sun was shining, but again, yeah, light breeze blowing through. We get out of the car. How old do you think they were? I mean, Madeline might have been... You think she was about wow. seven, eight? I mean, they were little.
1: No, probably about six-ish. six ish. Six, maybe seven at the oldest. So Matthew would have been about, about four, f- four yeah, or five. Okay. Around that range.
0: So we get in the car. I take them and we get there and we get our little baskets and we go out and we find the berry bushes. They were super excited and we start putting the berries into the basket. And they couldn't believe how many there were. I mean, they were just by the handful, just berries falling in the baskets. And I wasn't about to stop them. I just thought, you know, we'll just take these home and give them a little um, shake out on the on the freezer pan, like I used to cookie, cookie sheet. sheet yeah. yeah, and then you can flash freeze them and get them into baggies. It's super easy to do. Yes, well, Anyway, and
1: I will say to that, it's much easier to do them when it's flat because they freeze individually. Because if they get wet a little bit and you've got them in a bag, they'll they'll freeze as one big giant clump.
0: Yeah, you want to freeze them. And that's
1: a recipe for frustration.
0: <laughs> if you keep them for a long period, you want to freeze those berries before you get them into the bag. Absolutely. That's a good point. Okay, so here's another thing you don't want to do. So, like I said, don't go on school field trip day.
1: I don't if you know how can to at avoid all help that. it.
0: You know, maybe you could just call ahead and ask, Hey, is there going to be a field trip coming uh-huh. in today yeah. to the farm? That's a great idea. Why don't you do that? Because if I had known that back then, oh, I wish I had somebody tell me that. So, anyway, we're minding our business. We're out there picking. We see this bus pull up, and I think, Oh, it's going to get busy over here. No, no, they've been very smart. And chosen to take the children that all pile off the bus, They're leading them nicely out to a different area of the farm. So they weren't even near us. I mean, we weren't, it wasn't like we were all of a sudden surrounded by a bunch of other children and I couldn't find my kids and it was chaos. No, it stayed quiet and calm in our little patch. We picked our berries. We went up to pay for them. Meanwhile, the other kids have gone off. We can't really see them anymore. They walked down this little path to, to gather their berries. And we're standing there paying for our berries, talking to the woman who owns the farm. It was a pleasant conversation until I see this bug flying in, coming towards us. And I look up and I see the bug. And all of a sudden, Madeline goes, ow! And she's been stung. And it's a hornet. Okay, it's a hornet. And I'm freaking out. Next thing I know, there's the sound of trampling buffalo feet. It's all these kids <laughs> running pell-mell towards us, away from the um away from yeah. the wooded area like where their little patch was. I have never seen so much dust and heard so much screaming in my life. One of the children had thought it was a great idea when he found a hornet's nest to hit it with a stick. So there was apparently some kind of um like a tree or something that hornets had built a nest in. I guess the farm farmers didn't know about it and he sees it. And so he takes his twig and he just tosses it full force at the hornet's nest, hits it. And the hornets have flown all the way up to where we were. It wasn't even anywhere near where we were, but thankfully it was only one of them. I gathered the kids real quick. We get in the car cause I figure van. out what's happening later on. I hear the story of actually what it was, but it was chaos. Let me tell you, a blueberry field is a great place to make memories, but some of the memories you may not want to make. So avoid that don't schedule on field trip day. (laughs) Call ahead, ask them if they're going to be there. But I'm telling you, it is one of the most fun things. We've gone other times and you just make great family memories. But if you want to build your health and make yourself as healthy as possible, because you've got missions in life, right? You've got things you want to do as a mission-minded mom. So what you want is maybe to build a business and maybe somebody else. The main thing is travel. Now, of course, the main thing is going to be raising your family, taking care of your family and your children, but you may have other missions that the father's given you that you want to accomplish in life, right? Well, you have to be able to think clearly, you have to have the energy that you need to do those things. And are are not the enemy. Carbs are not the enemy. You need these things. You know, I've shared with some of you before how I have a friend who was so afraid to eat berries. He was really concerned about it and actually stopped eating them for about two or three years. And you know, it causes problems when we do those things because our bodies aren't getting what they need. And now all of a sudden we're having inflammation problems and problems with arthritis and all these other things and that are pressure. happening. Yeah, because we're not eating the berries, and they're great for blood pressure, and they're great for calming down inflammation, and just eat them on a regular basis. But find ways to introduce your children to these foods from an early age and do fun activities around the foods you want them to eat and get them involved.
1: And even though they taste sweet, they don't have really as much sugar as you think. They have fiber that helps to slow down the absorption of the sugar, so you're not getting those huge blood sugar spikes. Spikes,
0: absolutely. Yeah, good point. Well...
1: I'm trying to think if there were any other details. I like, like I said, I was not there at that <laughs> that the uh, you pick blueberry patch, but I got an earful of the stories from each of the kids. <laughs> and I think if I recall right, we'll have to go back and look in our photo archive. We can't say photo album anymore because there's no more printed photos. But somewhere where we've got the photos saved, I seem to recall some photos of the kids before as we call it the incident. <laughs> the incident and it was very memorable for but from both the picking of the fruit and the getting stung
0: yeah absolutely it just thankfully <laughs> it was just one child one sting and i hurried them into the car and threw the blueberries in and they all made it they all seemed mm-hmm. to stay in the bag which was another miracle kind of and
1: there were so no to trips to the er <laughs>
0: no trips to the so ER. it's a
1: win all around <laughs> yeah i
0: flew. i was i was pretty much going um as quickly as I could to my mom's house where we could get some something in her that would help to calm that down or at least something onto it. I don't remember exactly what we did, but I know we took care of it right away because she hadn't been stung before, and it just freaked me out. She was young, and it was scary. I'm pretty sure she was a little younger than seven because now that I think back, yeah. she was little. But they, to this day, still love to go. I mean, that's how much fun it I mean, is. that would
1: have been probably 10 years ago. Mm-hmm.
0: And it is a wonderful thing to do. I mean, we pick citrus when we go to Orlando, too. We've done that a number of times. Great memories with my mom doing that as yeah. well. Yeah. So make those memories with your loved ones. Absolutely. It's important to have those because, like, my mom is no longer here. I mean, you want to make those memories together as a family and do the things that build your health and build your relationships together at the same time.
1: And one thing I thought about, too, is that you get a greater appreciation for where that food comes from. Now, when you're picking it, you're picking, picking it at the peak of ripeness. But also, too, when we went to pick citrus fruit for the very first time, I had no idea that the orange trees looked the way that they do. They really honestly look more like just giant bushes. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. And that they aren't always that perfect orange. I mean, a lot of times they would be half green and you'd ask one of the attendants, is this thing right? Like, oh yeah, that's perfect. That's how it's supposed Mm -hmm. to look. So sometimes we may have this idyllic view of, oh, the orange has to be this perfect orange color. Like, no, that's not really real. That's Mm -hmm. not the way they're supposed to be. But we oh also, yeah, he was
0: telling us that because they don't they spray chemicals on them to make them turn the orange color, and or they pick them. That to, maybe
1: I don't remember. I seem to
0: recall him saying that that they do that to make them more vibrant orange. But sometimes as well, um, yeah, like when they're ripe, really ripe, they may not have that color. The other incredible thing is you think you're going there just to pick one thing, but at the U Pick that we go to often when we're in Orlando, what happens is you'll get there and they don't just have a certain type of orange. I mean, maybe when you buy oranges, you only buy mandarin, or you only buy navel, or you only buy a certain kind at the store. And they have all these different kinds. They would have blood oranges and pomelo. Pomelo.
1: That was my first introduction to it. Amazing. I heard the name, and I saw the fruit. what What in the world is that yeah so they let us try a little slice and we left that store with 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 a bag of pomelo's (laughs) they were that good
0: they're amazing and grapefruit and all those things so the farm may have a lot more in stock at the time and that's ripe that you can go ahead and pick i say in stock it's on the plant (laughs) we think about in stock in a store but i mean they may have a lot more growing that's ready to be picked so and the great thing about a lot of farms is they also will have their schedule online that you can look at as well well. Make this way of living enjoyable for yourself, for your children, for your spouse, for your friends. You can get together and do so many fun things around whole food plant-based living with friends, even friends who aren't on this path, just to introduce them to your new way of life. It is an amazing journey. It brings so much healing. If you haven't had a chance, go back and listen to episode number one, where I describe what's happened to me and how our journey has taken a big change and my life will never be the same. You know, I'm getting near 50 now and I feel better than I did at 40. You're, you're it's amazing. you not supposed to tell that. I don't care. <laughs> I really, really do not care because I'm owning 50. Let me tell you something. I know I'm um, not there yet, No. but I'm owning it. And this is because when I hit 40, I was so sick. And again, I'm not going to go into all that. You can go back and listen. But whole food plant-based living has brought me back to life. And it's happened for a ton of other people. I'm not the only one. And it's not just about testimonials. You know, Jared and I are big into the research. And the research is there. It's been there for years. This way of living has shown to prevent and even reverse some of the major killers in our country and in our world today. And so that's why we're passionate about this way of living. We are thankful that you've taken your time to join us today. We love having you pull up a chair and join us or hop on the treadmill and join us or go for a walk and join us. I like to cook when I listen to podcasts. What's your favorite way to listen to podcasts?
1: I listen to podcasts a lot in the car.
0: Yeah. You know, I used to think I didn't have time to listen to podcasts, but I turn them on when I'm cooking a lot or when I'm... Um, getting ready in the morning. What's your favorite way to listen to podcasts? Why don't you come on over and let us know in our Facebook group, Smarter Healthy Living. We'd love to meet you there and get to know you more. Again, that's the Smarter Healthy Living Facebook group. Be sure to check out the page too and give us a like and a follow and we will look forward to seeing you next time as we pull up a chair, go for a jog, cook some dinner, hang out while you're getting ready for work and we'll see you then.